Christian life than going to church and reading your Bible. Ever wondered just how involved God is in your daily life? Then you've come to the right place. Join me, Pastor Tom Marsis and Vicar Dylan Meyer, as we take an in-depth look at applying the scriptures to our daily lives, the Ten Commandments, baptism, Lord's Prayer, and more. Welcome to the Living Faith. Welcome to Living the Faith, episode 31, Desire That All Would Be Saved. My name is Pastor Tom Marsis, Senior Pastor of Zion Lutheran Church. And I am Vicar Dylan Meyer. And we're glad that you're with us this week as we continue our look at the Lord's Prayer. Most specifically, we're going to be focusing in on the third petition. And as we do that, we're going to be looking at what it means to ask God for His will to be among us and why. Now, as we get started, it's important to realize that the first three petitions of the Lord's Prayer really are a unit, and you might notice right away that each one of them has a thy statement, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, all speaking about God and what he brings to us. And so we need to realize as we close out this section that all three of these first petitions really kind of go together as a unit, and you can see that unity uh, through the use of the word thy in each one of them. And as we do that, let's dive into this third petition, thy will be done. And so what is the will of God? Well, the will of God can be understood as what God desires and intends for his people, us, under his rule and reign as king, which we covered in our last podcast. God's will is also that people would come to know him as their father and also live under the rule of his son, because as a part of God's will, he does desire all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of his truth. And so uh, we hear this in First Timothy, and um, we understand that God's will is indeed that all would come to faith in him. And that's really important because it really shows, doesn't it, the focus of this petition, and that's the focus of what gets in the way of God's will. And we often refer to the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the three in one. But in a real way, we also battle a trinity, the unholy trinity. We talk about this often, the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh. And this battle or this war is going on every day, every hour, minute by minute, as all three, the devil, the world, and let's be honest, our own sinful flesh are constantly attacking us. And it's important for us as Christians to realize that just because we're Christians doesn't mean that the unholy trinity takes a day off, that somehow, okay, we went to church today, so we're fine, they're not going to bother us. That's not true. If for no other reason as believers to understand that where does the devil, the world work the hardest? Obviously inside the church. Why? Because he doesn't have us. And first Peter talks about this as the apostle Peter refers to us when he says, be sober-minded, be watchful. And why? Because he, he says the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I don't think you can get much more explicit than thinking that the devil is there just like a lion ready to pounce on us. And so we're constantly doing that battle. And so how much more is it important for us to say, hey, your will, Lord, be done among us, even though we're constantly doing this battle with sin. 
Now, the reality is that if we're doing this battle, how does God do this? How does he uh, deal with the unholy trinity? So we understand God's will uh, battling the this unholy trinity that Pastor Mars has talked about as God restraining Satan, God restraining Satan's attempts to turn the church against God. And so we see in 2 Thessalonians 3, the Lord is faithful. He will establish and guard you against the evil one. This is God's will as a protector almost to restrain Satan uh, against the temptations of us. So how does he do that? I mean, what, what does God use for us or give to us to be able to do this restraining? God gives us each other. God blesses us with the fellowship of other Christians. God also gives us his word, his very word that we can go to. And his will is revealed to us through the word. And he also gives us, he gives us pastors and other individuals who have been trained in the word. So, you know, God strengthens us so that we can endure the suffering that will come to us inevitably in this life. Well, that's really an important fact here because it's easy to think that we take for granted the word that he gives us, but it speaks of how important that each and every one of us, pastor and people alike, dive into his word. Let's face it, that's why we spend an entire year here at Zion and trek through the scriptures uh, from Genesis all the way to Revelation. Why? Because each and every one of us dive into the word, realizing that through the spirit working in that word, he gives us power to deal with, overcome Satan in our daily lives. And so um, pastors bring it to us on Sunday morning as we hear the word delivered, read, preached, sung. Uh, it's so important to realize how the Spirit works in and through that word. Now, the reason we point that out is it's easy to think, well, if I just try harder, you know, if, mm, I, yeah. if I sit right here and I close off my mind and I'm not going to be thinking about this stuff, if I just try harder, somehow I'm going to be over, able to overcome. Well, the reality is the only way to overcome is not us trying harder, but looking deeply into his word and, and see that. And Paul talked about that, didn't he, in, in Romans, about how we look into his word. Absolutely. I mean, uh, God's will is good. And we have to take comfort in that when we're going into his word and we're reading about what he intends for his people, us, we have to understand that God's will is good. And exactly, uh, Paul writes about this in uh, his very well-known Romans 8 chapter. He writes at the very end, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good and those who are called according to his purpose. And I think this is a very important verse because not long before in eight, he's talking about how there will be sufferings that we will experience. And so we have to, even in the midst of suffering, uh, know that God's will is good and that he is, um, he has given us his word. He has given us other Christians. He has given us, uh, even the sacraments are, are evidence of his, his will for us. So if we're in this constant battle, we're going against the devil, Satan, uh, the world around us. We're going against our own sinful flesh. Wow, that's, that's something that really is almost hard to comprehend for us as Christians to realize that 
as Christians, we're, we have this constant war going on. That being true, the question really comes out of that then is when will Satan's defeat be complete? When will it be done? Yeah, we understand that today it is a constant battle between staying in God's word and and battling the sins that we encounter every single day. But we understand that Satan will be defeated eventually by Christ, or Christ has always already defeated Satan by means of his life, death, and resurrection when he came here to earth. But we also understand that Satan will be defeated once again uh, when Christ comes again. And right. So the fact is, the war has really been won. Uh, we have the after effects, the residual effects in this life, so to speak, um, as we are not yet in heaven in the life that is yet to come. And realize, though, that the ultimate victory is already assured. It's not a maybe, it's not a could be. But remember, Jesus came in the form we called the incarnation, took on human form, life, death, and resurrection. That's all that was needed. And so he took care of that. And in that, God has promised that Satan will be banished forever. I mean, he's right now uh, causing issues and troubles in this life, but death will be put to death. That's kind of a weird way of putting it, I suppose, yeah. death being put to death. Uh, but Turning back again to Romans, as we talked about earlier, the book of Romans is an awesome book to be able to talk about this. Romans 16, verse 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. That Satan will be crushed. Uh, that is a beautiful imagery when you think about how this battle is constantly going on in our daily lives. And so, Thinking about this, that we have this battle going on all around us. It's not just the devil. It's not just the world. It's our own sinful flesh that we're battling. And we pray, thy will be done. What is God's will for your life, for my life? What is, what is his will actually in this life? Well, God's will is that we would follow his law that he provides to us in his word and his law. A lot of times people get this misconception that God's law is a thing of his judgment, really. And yes, that's true, but it's also, his law is also a thing of grace as well. It's a, it's a thing that God has given us as a part of his loving relationship for us because God wants us to become and remain his child through faith in Jesus. God wants us to be in relationship with him. And so uh, God's will for our life is that we uh, continue to stay in his word and continue to stay true to his law. And uh, he wants us to live as his adopted children through his word, bear witness to Christ. Um, and just as Pastor Marcus was talking about uh, this, this battle that's going on, God wants us to continue to resist the devil and all that would prevent these things. So later on, we'll talk about temptation as we go further down through the Lord's Prayer. And so examining temptation and how God wants us to resist that is um, can even be wrapped up in all of this uh, discussion on God's will. 
Well, and as we talk about God's will in our life, realizing that in this life, we are not ever going to be perfect, that we're going to be in this constant up and down battle, sinning, uh, needing for forgiveness. And so it really speaks to why and how we need to pray often that his will would be among us. Why? Because at times, because of our sinfulness, it is not. Um, and, and as Vicar mentioned, he mentioned the law. Of course, the law in this life, we cannot keep it perfectly. Uh, and that is what also, as we've often said, you know, points us back to Christ. And that's where, fortunately, that faith a- aspect comes into it, that uh, while we can't keep the law perfectly, fortunately, Christ did for us. And because he did that, uh, that's where faith comes in, you know, that that it's through his faith that we have the confidence that in this life we will keep his will. Why? Because he keeps drawing us back in. And I mean, even just tying this into our discussion on uh, thy kingdom come, this constant battle that we're talking about between evil and God's will, we understand that Christ has conquered these things ultimately. And so he is a conqueror and he is a king. And I think that is uh, powerful imagery to move forward here. As you go through this week, as the daily readings, as uh, they're listed on our website, or also if you follow us on social media, as you read the readings, what is the will of God for you in this life? Uh, And as we pray the Lord's Prayer often, uh, thy name be hallowed among us, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. How is it that he leads us to that will? And as you read these readings, dive into all that is said, and as we move into that, as we uh, draw ever closer to our deeper understanding of what prayer is and how the Lord's Prayer really guides and directs us in that seeking his will in our daily lives, in all that we do and say. So we really hope that as you dive into the readings this week, uh, as you Often, I would say this week as we're going through it, say the Lord's Prayer as you do that, uh, seeking uh, that his name be among us, that his name be hallowed, that the kingdom come, and yes, as we've just said, thy will be done. Lord's blessings on your studies and readings this week, and we will talk to you again next week. Lord's blessings. Thanks for joining us on our Living the Faith podcast this week. This podcast is a ministry of Zion Lutheran Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. To contact us, learn more, or for more resources on our journey this year, please visit zionbismarck.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. This podcast was made possible by a grant from Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We thank them for their support. Please join me in prayer as we begin our new week. Blessed Lord, you have caused all Holy Scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of your Holy Word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening. Tuning next time as we continue learning how God's truth in the Scriptures applies to our daily life. God bless your reading this week.